live from our respective homes, it's Just Meaningful Plastic. Here are the hosts and judges, Kitty Clint Narber and Chris Stockham Goodman. Chris, welcome back to Just Meaningful Plastic, a Dancing with the Stars retrospective. I am much more present. I am here to listen. And oh boy, do we have so much to discuss. We have so many familiar faces in the ballroom. Season 11, week 6, Rock Week, week 7, 200th episode. There have been 200 episodes of Dancing with the Stars uh, uh, do we feel good about it? In season 11, we are 30-something seasons into this now. That's that's a lot of episodes, Maury. Yeah. I think it's I think it's good there's been 200 episodes. It was nice to see... It, would, it, would it be bad that there have been 200 episodes? Maybe. Maybe there's a world in which it could be bad. I mean, I I agree to continue on what I interrupted you from saying. It was nice to see some familiar faces. Yeah, it was sweet. A lot in the audience, a lot on the judges panel. We'll talk more about that later. Actually, no, no, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Actually, no, I want to talk about it now. I mean, just a lot of differences to the set this week. Rock Week was overlaid with some really dumb 80s rock-inspired graphics and metal set pieces. Yeah, it felt like a cage fight set for Rock Week, which I didn't... I understood what we were going for. Okay, I'm just going to say it. I did not like Rock Week at all. There was no part of it that i enjoyed no it was stupid but let's go with that katie of of the people left during rock week who would you most want to see in a cage fight together jennifer gray and brooke burke charvet (laughs) okay well obviously (laughs) but actually i think i would want to brandy and max I think I would want to see Cheryl Burke and Anna Trubinskaya enter a cage. Only one can emerge victorious. Okay, that's great. (laughs) I know I should be going contestants, but I just want Cheryl and Anna fight to the death. Who would your money be on? Anna. I'm back in the Russian every but time. I, but I but I think it's closer than we think. Oh, yeah. I just think Anna is willing to pull out the dirty... Cheryl goes dirty first, but Anna mm. goes dirty last, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, but I do. <laughs> exactly. I don't know what I mean, but if, I do. If you put Brandy and Max in the cage... Yeah. You know Brandy is totally solanging in that elevator. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who wins out of Jennifer and Brooke? Jennifer. I think Brooke is more tenacious than we'd give her credit. Okay, well, I think Jennifer carried the watermelon, so. Well, I think Jennifer's body is falling apart. It is. That's why you think that is, because it is. So therefore, I think... The scrappiness of Brooke. Nope. Jennifer wins every time. 
We'll see. How how much would you pay to watch these Dancing with the Stars cage fights? Um, like eight dollars, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like at least like four bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like more than five, less than ten. You know. If the three judges end up in a cage together, who goes down first and who wins? Um, well, I think <laughs> the dead guy goes down first. Okay, but like <laughs> in in 2010. Yeah, okay, in 2010, I think I think Len is the first to fall, considering anytime Bruno gets even slightly close to him, he like flinches and cowers away. But but so I, I think, just I, I don't think, think the man is gonna scrap. I don't think he's gonna scrap. I think Len would be willing to team up with, say, like Carrie Ann to take out Bruno, and then Len goes. I just don't think Carrie Ann is looking to Len for an ally, you know? Yeah, but I think Len is. Right. I think... And famously, ever since Carrie Ann and Bruno had their dance wars, which... Do we we watch that? We're not watching it. We're not watching it. (laughs) But ever since then, obviously, they have a grudge match. So use Len Goodman to take out the other. Len is the first to drop, and then I think Bruno emerges victorious. That's why I think Carrie Ann needs to consider using An Len ally. to take out Bruno. I think Bruno, it's hard because it goes one of two ways. Either he tires himself out in the first 30 seconds, or he has the stamina to outlast everyone. And I just am not sure which way it actually goes. This has gone in an entirely different direction than I ever could have imagined. Yeah. And both of us are sober this week. Um, Yeah. But uh, I have one final question. Mm -hmm. You and me in a cage. How does that go? I win every time. I disagree. (laughs) I think I win. I do. I, I disagree. Okay. I used to kickbox. I mean, I'm not saying it's like I just go out there and like immediately win, but I think I do emerge victorious. Time will tell. How Time much? Tell. How much money would you, the listener, be willing to see this happen? Because we'll do it for the right price. Yeah, we'll do it for like seven bucks. <laughs> My Venmo is at. Anyway, let's talk about Rock Week. Let's just get this dumpster fire yeah, out of no the No more friendly banter. No. No. Especially considering at this point we have no idea when this episode is going to release, so this could be way out of date. Did we say anything that dated it? No, but I'm saying we don't friendly banter to be like, oh, happy birthday to my nephew. Once right. and future JMP guest. I think one day he will be taking over this podcast, you know? No, you know who will? The star of the show, Sloan. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say Brooke Burke. No, God, no. Katie, somebody needs to ask you how you feel. So do it, you coward. Katie, how do you feel today? I feel fine. <laughs> okay, Jennifer. <laughs> 
does that make you feel? Like I want to take you on in a cage match. <laughs> well, how did Audrina and Tony's week six pasadole make you feel? Annoyed that she's going home. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the pasta... America gets both of these wrong. Let's oh, make it very America clear. gets these so wrong, especially the next week. Yep. And we'll we'll get there when we get there. Yep. Uh, because we actually will keep a set order this week. Well, allegedly. <laughs> no, we will. You, you never know once we get into it. <laughs> um, it just... I will say this Pasa Doble didn't quite do it for me. Right. Uh, she was lacking some arm strength that would have helped yeah. her to think angrier because it wasn't quite, but it, it wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't her strongest dance. I completely agree. It just kind of underwhelmed me. I did really like the costuming of them both in all red. I enjoyed the way stylistically it looked, but I just think that she looked blank face at times. Um, She had good strength at times, and that was kind of like the theme of the dance was like, at times it looked good. At times it did not. Plenty of attack, but it just underwhelmed me. Yes. This got all eights for 24, and she added an additional eight points from the Rock and Roll Marathon, giving her a score of 32. Uh, she was not close to the bottom, but she went home anyway. No, she was um, second from the top of the leaderboard. Yeah. And I, I don't think, out of everybody on the show, I understand why people weren't voting for her. Right. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that, but she right. shouldn't have gone home here. No, I just don't get, even if you don't have the fan base to back it up, I think the dancing ability, like, even if I go into seasons when I'm voting, I am always kind of voting based on performance and dancing, so it is shocking that, like, or not shocking, no, it is shocking. It is shocking that she went home this early. Mm-hmm. Especially because somebody has a really bad week, and after these two episodes that we watched, I'm kind of over him. Yep. And considering that he makes it through over over two people who he absolutely shouldn't. Yep. Is wrong. Yep. So let's talk about that rock and roll marathon. I have no like, what style of dance are we supposed to be doing? Some were doing like fifties rock and roll style. Some were doing just like whatever. At I, some what point, I swear to God, somebody said Lindy Hop. Oh, Lindy Hop was said, but so is. But they they like it was said within an like a few other styles of dances. But it wasn't exactly explained which ones we were doing. No, I completely agree. I completely agree. I will say I really liked that the judges were standing on a raised platform to look down over the couples. Yeah. Um, but there was just so much chaos in this one, even more than a regular marathon, because there were so many people getting thrown, <laughs> like, way too, way too much happening. 
No, it, I mean, it was difficult to, like, see at all, obviously, but, like, it just felt like there was no set choreography. It felt like yeah. everyone had, like, okay, these are, like, three moves that we can put together, and then once we're done with those, we're just going to kind of, like, keep our body moving, but just kind of look at each other, like, okay, what do you want to do next? Like, it yeah. didn't seem like anyone was just dancing out there. Yeah. Oh, considering Brandy and Max did the I'm gonna pick you up and then throw you move three times while yeah. on, like, a solo camera shot, which was very funny that every time they seemed to go to them, they were doing the exact same move. Yes. It, yeah, it it didn't it didn't make any sense to me. I still like the idea of the marathons, but this felt pointless. This one felt like a swing and a miss, and I don't know if it was because they did it on Rock and Roll Week. Mm -hmm. I I don't know, but this one just felt like a swing and a miss. Well, the rest of the Rock Week was like 80s hair metal, and then to do sort of Lindy Hop-esque, and some people were in very 50s looks, and some people were still very 80s. Yeah. It it didn't make sense. Uh, At the end, Audrina was the third to last person to go um and i will say she clearly looked like she was running out of stamina uh and then with jennifer and derek derek was doing most of the work and was doing all sorts of wild tricks correct so i'm glad they didn't win but they shouldn't have probably made it as far as they did because it was just derek doing a lot of tricks yeah she was not doing much yeah and then i loved I loved when Brandy won. Consider the previous marathons that Derek has won. He and his partner have continued to finish doing a final dance, whatever. As soon as Brandy wins, she's like, yep, I'm done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, she was completely tuckered out. But it was so funny. It was so funny. She's like, I made it to the end, and now this is done, and good riddance, I'm out of (laughs) here. Like, thank you, crowd. But uh, she also had just done a tango. She had the least amount of time to prepare before yeah, the marathon. she was so. our last dance before the marathon, yeah. So. I get was, it. Yeah. Was this dumb? Yes. Did it happen? Also, yes. Yeah. Did it work? Meh. Meh. Did the team dances work for you in 200th episode week? Not really. <laughs> Both teams did cha-chas. Uh, yes. They were... Essentially supposed to be indebted to freestyles by two iconic winners, uh, Christy Yamaguchi and Apollo Anton Ono. Who is a more iconic winner out of those two? Christy Yamaguchi. Correct. I do like, I think this is our first season where the team dances are the exact same team style. Maybe we've had that once previously, but the other couple seasons it's always been like okay you have this dance style you have this dance style i do like the exact same dance style for both teams it just makes it a little bit easier to compare the two saves us from having to be like well how do you compare a paso to a cha-cha you know and it helps that they are two songs that were originally done as freestyles so they are pretty similar in tone in excitement yep uh, the te- the teams are a little strangely formulated. Yes. Because on Team Apollo, you have two front runners, Ed Kurt Warner. And the uh, last place 
Yeah. Yeah. But you have Brandy and Jennifer. Yeah. Who like, uh, and then the, uh, the other team, I mean, is Kyle and Rick and Bristol. Right. And like Kyle and Rick are both delivering, but not to the same level as Jennifer and Brandy. Right. Exactly. So. Would you have done like maybe an all girl and then an all boy? I think you could. So just put the women with Christy, put the men with Apollo, call it a day. Yeah. Honestly, so- yeah, that makes so much as, more sense. As soon as you said that, I was like, oh my god, that's brilliant. <laughs> and maybe they're thinking, okay, well, Bristol is better than Kurt, so you're really overloading one team. But I, especially given week six and seven, I don't think... Well, uh, we'll get to her. We'll get there. Anyway, I do. I I did really enjoy like lace. Okay, I guess are we going to talk about Team Christy first? Yes, I'm we're going to talk about Team yeah. Christy. Team Christy Yamaguchi. It's Bristol, Kyle, and Rick. The three of them paired up doing a cha cha. I loved Lacey helping Bristol out. I think it was cute mm-hmm. to see that because we don't always see interaction between like female pros to female contestants, and like you know Cheryl ain't gonna say anything to bristol oh but you saw you saw her interact a little bit with bristol and i was like wow those two are really helping bristol yes like bristol benefited a lot from them i would agree does she still in the dance not look as good when put against them correct absolutely not but when they were doing their cha-cha-cha honest to god one of like the first and a reoccurring thought was just oh my god rick is so tall he is truly so much taller than them and like it's one thing when you see him out there with cheryl like obviously you can tell a height difference but seeing him just tower over what five other people on the dance floor Mm -hmm. you were like oh my god he truly is the jolly green giant uh each couple performs a solo, as always. Yeah. Uh, quick hits on each. Uh, Rick Fox, I just think, is so smooth and charismatic. He's fun to watch. Light on his feet was really trying and performing. And he had never done a cha-cha-cha before, so mm. this was brand new to him. Yeah. Bristol's version of unrestrained, <laughs> unrestrained fun um, is still at least 20 to 30% not enough. Yeah, no, Bristol looks tentative as crap out there. Mm-hmm. And speaking of tentative, what are your thoughts on Kyle Massey? Maybe a cha-cha king. Brought great energy, needed more control. I enjoyed what he brought to the floor. He is such an entertainer when he gets out on the dance floor. Yep. I, I'm just captivated watching him. He's not always the technically cleanest. No, but he is, he honestly is one of my favorite dancers to watch, which is bizarre because, yeah, you know, you I love technical. Technical king. <laughs> but, but Kyle Massey is just undeniable. Yeah, no, he's so much fun. I, if, if he makes it to the finale and he does not do a cha-cha-cha, I will riot. Cause I'm not kidding. Like I, this is a dance that is so suited for him yes. and that he can do it well. Overall, it's definitely a lot of fun. Yeah, it was fun. Good energy. They really enjoy the shimmy. It was a good dance. Yeah. All eights, 24. Yep. 
And then there's Derek's team, so they're going to win. Yep. Uh, <laughs> team Apollo, Brandy, Jennifer, and Kurt. Thoughts on Kurt Warner? Um, uh, well, first of all, thoughts on the goatee. All the men were wearing goatees, and all I could think was, not this. <laughs> I, I mean, you can tell how I feel about it. Yep. Um, Kurt stood out like a sore thumb. I thought he had decent feet, though, on his solo. It's He's just gummy. It's not bad. Yeah. It's just not sharp. Uh, he's just yep. so inconsistent. Brandy, effortlessly good. Like, yes. I love her. I yes. love her. I love her. I love that for you. Um, great energy. I loved all that they didn't hold. Jennifer is also, it's so much fun to watch her because she's just so, she also makes it look so easy. Like yeah, watching no, Jennifer she... and Brandy back to back, I was like, man, these two need to go up against one another. They do. They are so, so good. And it just feels like they're, I don't know if like evenly matched, but like they just, they really do feel like they are on the exact same level of what they can bring. Time out for a second. Yeah. Can I give you a spoiler that made me so mad? Sure. I just watching this episode, I just got even angrier that Brandy is not going to make the finals. She doesn't. Brandy's not in the finals. It's going to be Bristol, Kyle, and Jennifer. Yeah. That is horrible. I was just getting furious watching this again. That is horrible. Yeah. Brandy's going to be denied a spot. That is horrible. Time in! (laughs) So, not at all shocking. Straight nines, 27. Mm -hmm. I got kind of confused, but, okay, so when Jennifer was doing her portion, because she had a crap ton of hips, and I thought, wow, what a mistake that her pants are not fringed. And then I realized her pants are different than um, Brandy and Anna's. Katie, it's so funny you say this, because I was just about to bring up the pants. Yeah, what? Why? The other two have slits on the sides of their legs. Like, huge cutouts. Like, you can see so much of exposed legs. And Jennifer has none. Just, like, trousers she, on. She just has black pants. Yeah, why? I don't know. It makes no sense. It's such a small thing. And then I then I started really, like, analyzing. And it's like, okay, well, all of their tops are different. So why is it just... The tops are primarily the same, though. They're primarily the same, but the neckline is yeah. just slightly different for each one. But, like, same color, same material. Like, it, very similar tops. But then the pants. Why is she the only one in different pants? Conspiracy. My... Do you think... Brooke Burke stole the pants so that she would have to be different. Somebody check what Brooke Burke was wearing underneath her dress. <laughs> so that uh, brings us to the end well, of the Well, that gets all nines for a 27, and there is a wildly annoying screaming girl in the audience the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, I was so annoyed by her. <laughs> Sorry, sorry to that woman. Perfect for rock week. Yep. A groupie was really in it. So now that brings us to the end of the team dances, Mm -hmm. uh, which must bring us to 
the final six. Yep. We'll lead off our final six by talking about Kyle Massey, the entertainer of the bunch. In week six, doing a tango, rocking out. I enjoyed their package. He says that, like, they started at the top of the leaderboard and they have just gone progressively lower and lower and it's time to hit the panic button. Do you think that worked in their favor? I think it did because the Mm -hmm. judges loved this more than I did. Mm -hmm. And I think the judges were, in some ways by their storyline, primed to like this yep and i don't think it was bad Uh, don't get me wrong um their tango did have passion between the two he just didn't always know what to convey on his face yeah and also as a tango it was almost march like and a little bit bouncy bouncy yes i want refinement from him you know i think that is kind of my story with kyle now is like i totally totally get he's the performer all of the stuff i'm fine with that but i just needed a bit more refinement out of him i thought he had good intensity he messed something up he had a good connection with Lacey, but i just wanted more from him mm-hmm. Well, that's what's difficult, because he doesn't need more refinement when he's doing a Latin dance. Like, he does Latin so well, but then you give him a ballroom style like the tango, yeah, and he just doesn't quite know what to do. Yeah, no, truly. Like, he is, he's a Latin king at at his core. Amen. So, so like what you said, if he doesn't do a cha-cha in the finale, if he's in the finale. We uh, riot. Yeah. Then what, then what were we doing? And what was this all about, Lacey? Lacey's been so good with him, though. I know. I really do like this partnership This partnership lot. is a great partnership. It is. It's one, one of the best. So 878 for 23 plus 7 for the marathon. So he gets 30 Mm -hmm. uh, in week six. And then for the next episode for our 200th spectacular, uh, he dances a Pasa Doble. Now, the theme of their individual dances in the 200th episode is they are given the dance style and music of an iconic dance from the first 10 seasons, the first 199 episodes. And I think they're meant to emulate because yes. there is some used choreography in both. Yeah. Yeah. They are supposed to reference the iconic dance yep. without exactly replicating it. I mean, you can see costumes have nods to, or like are yep. revamped versions of the yep. original versions. So there's, There's kind of a lot at stake. They also put the celebrity who originally danced the dance on the, on the panel, which is really stupid because most of the time they just give tens. And then there are two celebrities that give nines and one of them is earned and one of them isn't. Right. One of them is actively hindered by the fact that their celebrity decides to be a dick and be a little bit, uh, more stingy. Right. Um, Okay, I get why they did it this way, and I don't mind what we're doing here. It's difficult for me because 
there are two instances in which the, or three instances, I guess, in which the dance that they are emulating, it is a different gendered contestant who did the first dance. And so, like, I don't mind Kyle doing this dance, but, like, I'm, I'm, I'm comparing him to Max. I'm not comparing him to Mel. That's fair, and I didn't really think it in that way. Mm-hmm. I, it's, but it's but him, but my thing is, I him, wasn't, Randy, I, and Jennifer are yes. the three that have like different gendered dances that they're doing, and I think for Brandy with the fox trot, like it's fine. But with the Paso and Jennifer with the tango, I think it's fine. But with the Paso, that is it. This is the one it just didn't quite I was like well I am directly comparing you to everything that Max did I'm not comparing you to everything that Mel did but see I I never for a second through these was comparing them to the celebrity I might compare them to the in one case I was especially comparing it to the original dance right but I was never thinking oh I'm thinking about how Max did at this and is Kyle meeting that I wasn't thinking that way I wasn't necessarily thinking as Kyle meeting what Max did. I just went into it like, well, how can I compare these? Because Max is the pro. But you know what? That's that's a, that's a me thing, apparently. Yeah. That's on me. Uh, Kyle knew for, for a pasta doble, he might be shirtless or have a vest on over shirtless. Yeah. So... Uh, I loved that he drew on sitch abs. Absolutely. They got loved a situation. Um, I I really liked his lines. I liked his extensions. Uh, for a dance that does not play to his strengths, because this doesn't get to be fun and entertaining in his way, I thought he did a really good job. I agree, especially given last week, kind of how you said he didn't really know what to bring in terms of his face. I think in the Paso, he actually did a really good job of bringing the intensity. It doesn't always look normal on him because I think he is such a happy-go-lucky guy, but like it worked. I think he really did try to capture the essence and the flavor of the dance, and he did in this one. I thought that this one had impressive footwork out of him. I was surprised by some of the things that he was able to nail. Shoulders were getting bunched up and hold, and Bruno made that comment as well. But Overall, I thought he did a really good job because he had been kind of declining in weeks previously. I think these were two steps in a really good direction for him. And because we were saying how Lacey's been doing a great job with him, I would also like to point out, I like that she threw in some bad girl of the ballroom choreography late in their Paso, which Mm -hmm. made it a good interpretation. It wasn't too much. Yep. It was just enough and it was like late in this pretty traditional paso yep so good job all around good job lacy uh this scored 35 out of 40 10 from mel b and then 988 uh so he scored 59 out of 70 these scores are so obnoxious to have to i know now let's talk about it please talk to me about jennifer gray and her tango. Not her tango, her pasta doble. Well, first, would you like me to talk about Kurt Warner and his pasta doble? We're talking about Kurt now. 
Okay, Katie, please talk to me about Kurt Warner's pasta dough Yep, I will. I just think Kurt Warner has outstayed his welcome. I think I am officially over it. I think his paso was a very tough routine and maybe that did not work for him, but it just, I just didn't like it. He was hunched. It was a lackluster. I couldn't tell if he was struggling with the timing. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Rock Week sucked. Keep in mind, Rock Week sucked. Rock Week wasn't fun. After watching this, I didn't necessarily think, oh, he's outstayed his welcome over Audrina. I I thought he probably should have gone home, but it wasn't overstayed welcome. I I thought to myself, this was a dance that was never going to suit him well. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. So I just kind of saw it as, this is probably a little bit of an anomaly. Unfortunately, it's not going to be an anomaly. Uh, yeah. But I... intense like that just doesn't play on him no we knew it wasn't going to he just doesn't pop enough he doesn't really hit his moves Mm -hmm. like it's it's just not a dance met for him and Mm -hmm. he doesn't do it all sixes 18 uh he comes last in the marathon so he scores 22 out of a possible 40 a little low he has to make up 10 points to beat audrina and he does and he does, and he did. So then he does a tango after Twinkle Toes himself, Emmett Smith. I forget how much I do love Emmett. And then I see him and I'm just like, I have missed you. But this was, I like don't remember Emmett's tango hardly at all. Do you? Not yeah. really, no. It just felt like a weird, yeah, and so that's when I was like, okay, well, what tingle would I want to see? And then I just, I don't have an answer, so we're not going to go to Well, well let, me, let me ask you, if you could, using the first 10 seasons, if you had to reinterpret a dance, what dance are you reinterpreting? My problem is I know what dance I think is an iconic dance and I would love to do, but I know I couldn't do it. The to that level yeah i could never do the mario paso so like initially my head goes straight to like stacy's jive yeah. but i could li- like there's no world in which i could ever you know what? i'll say it i would love to do emmett's finale sir duke samba i would that's a great choice yeah and that's like a dance that wins him a mirror ball so that's an iconic choice mm-hmm. it's one of the dances i always return to when i think of emmett as i am just like that was the moment where i it's exactly like you said that won him the mirror ball i think i go to gilles marini argentine tango yeah i could see you keeping it in season three a Joey Lawrence quick step. Okay. You j- yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Even better. All roads lead back to season three. 
is season three the best season of Dancing with it the Stars? It might be. I had the exact same thought. Like, is season three actually the single best season? Maybe. Uh, like Should season three, Should... season season three and seasons eight are two of the best. Yeah. Should we go back to season three after season eleven? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but this tango, I felt no connection between them. I felt basically nothing from the tango. However, I did think he had good frame and he impressed me somewhat. The thing is, I agree with everything you said. It's not too it's not too shabby. But there's not connection there. No. And everything is like, hmm, not bad. But that's kind of frustrating. Yes. Because I'm not going to say it's like, oh, that's really good. I'm just going to say, eh, not bad. And like, we've had mm, not bad every week. Every yeah. week. With and, like, like one or two dances where I was like, oh, that was good. Yeah. And I just want more. I just want more. And he's going to outlast somebody who was giving, is giving more, me more. Is giving me more personality and yep. is giving me more on the dance floor. Yep. He benefits from being on the winning team. Yes. Heavily. So all eights except for a 10 from Emmett. So he gets 34. Uh, They add on 27 from the team. So he scores 61 out of 70, which puts him so overscored. I just, like, now looking at this lineup, how did you think Jennifer was next? Because she was like this. Because I was because I was looking at the previous week. Oh, okay, okay. I was like looking at this, and now we have to talk about Bristol. Where did he get Jennifer from? Okay, now I'm at the. Okay, I am gonna move my laundry. Okay. So see you in two minutes. Can I tell you something? Um, really funny, real quick, while we're still on a timeout. Oh yeah. So on. One of my friends, Jacob, had invited me to go see an iCut game on Friday, and I was, like, debating whatever. He said he'll figure out tickets, and he texted in our group chat, and he was like, oh, I've got tickets covered. My work has a LGBT, like, group committee, you know, like, whatever, like, an organization, and they're going to have a, like potluck like they're gonna have something before the game tickets will be through them yada 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 and i text back and i go oh i'm so sorry i can't go i'm a known homophobe and ask like not a minute later my roommate louise also sends oh i'm out i don't want to be around the kid like we both <laughs> and so my friend jacob was like how do you guys both jump to the exact same joke is <laughs> like not like terrifying and then i told them yesterday at the pool i was like no 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 this is like if you listen to my podcast i am a known homophobe famously known homophobe (laughs) so did you not go to the eye cups no how could i (laughs) no i actually didn't because i needed to hate the gays i had had a busy week and had things to do you hate the gays And I hate the gays. And if you thought I was going to go support a gay potluck before the game, 
out of your mind. Uh, Fitz's birthday was being celebrated at the iCups game that night. <laughs> wow. Uh, how exciting for him. It's Caitlin Clark. Night, day. I don't know. She's throwing out a pitch. She's doing something. And there's like a line around the building. Yeah. yeah. Um. I feel like I had... Oh, on, on Friday night, I... <laughs> So I went to a musical uh, surprise. Yeah. Um, I was <gasps> I, I was given comp tickets because a friend worked on a production of a show. And my allergies were really bad. And so, like, partway through the act, I got this headache where I had to keep closing my eyes because the lights were too bright and the sound right. was loud. And I was like, I can't stay through act two. So I uh, made my boyfriend leave and... I will admit he was very happy because it wasn't very good and he wanted to leave at intermission. Yeah. Uh, and so when I texted my friend who gave us the comps, I was like, thank you so much. I'm going to be honest. We left at intermission because my allergies were really bad and I just couldn't, couldn't do, it. do it. And yeah. my friend responded, were you allergic to the bad choreography or the direction? So he, he knew what he got us into. I will yeah. say, I was very disappointed with things. And it's one of my favorite musicals. So, Ragtime. Oh. Like, that score is glorious. And yep. I was like, nope, not having it. Boo. Speaking of not having it, let's talk about Bristol Palin. Ugh, I definitely recognize these costumes when they were showing them. So I feel like, again, I feel like I remember some of season 11, but I don't know if I actually really sat down and watched because I definitely don't really remember, like, Kyle, I don't remember Rick, but I definitely remember Bristol and Jennifer for some reason. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we know why Jennifer, but um, I definitely recognize these costumes. It's a tango. Um, It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a decent tank. It's a surprise. Is it finally tango. a good dance for her? Yes. She finally, it seems like it all clicked and it feels like she understood the assignment. It had I'll proper say it. Int- well yeah. done. Yeah. It had proper intensity and mood. Now that said, in the middle, they break out to do an air guitar, air guitar solo. Which that she he- pushed for. Yeah. Which not only breaks the rules because they break hold, uh, but it also, it takes her out of the mood of the tango that she was properly doing. Yeah. And, and she, she never goes back do it well either like yeah. for her to be like oh i figured it's rock week we should do air guitar and then for her air guitar to be that lame it's like well or we could have just not broken the rules and then she's like smiling and laughing basically through the rest of the dance and yeah like, girl you were in it uh but i mean a good job yeah a good job a job well done i was like wow maybe bristol is going to fulfill the potential we see in her she yeah. scores 23, Len gives it a 7 because they broke the they rules. Broke and then uh, she gets 5 for the marathon, so she scores 28. Um, okay. So now the Viennese. And Katie, this is recreating a moment that shouldn't be recreated. Because right. you can't. Because it's 
a storyline about Kelly Osbourne and it's right. a moment for Kelly Osbourne and it's iconic not because of the dance but because of Kelly Osbourne and the meaning it had right right and so they do it <laughs> and so then she's so worried about smiling through the entire thing that it creates attention in everything that she's doing because the the smile is inauthentic it is not genuine and i think she is so focused on performing what kelly gave it to us naturally because of the story because of the arc because of her time on the show and so i did think like she had good fluidity i think she had lyrical arms but there was attention to it she was too focused on the wrong thing it was just boring it gave me nothing she gave me nothing yep yeah but and it's overscored yeah uh kelly gives it a nine which is valid uh it gets all eights otherwise so she's one of the 30. only judges the yeah, yeah. and so this the only guest judges do not throw up a 10 and this one is valid um yeah. but so uh it scores 33 then plus the team score she gets 57 out of 70. everything about like bristol being paired with kelly too is just kind of odd because bristol's like oh my family and the osborns are just so different and it's it's just i don't know i love that we had kelly and i know that she is a beloved contestant but i just don't know if this if it makes sense to bring her back for something like this no and again when uh, here's kelly who's perceived as the bad girl and has gone through the personal life she has yeah. and, and then to come out and do this lyrical lovely light viennese waltz was such a moment yep. they're tr i know they're trying to push here's this regular girl thrust into a spotlight bristol palin mm -hmm. let's give her this that'll work but it doesn't because it doesn't have meaning like this this dance is one that shouldn't have been chosen is what it comes down to mm -hmm. because you can't do it justice because nothing will have that weight behind it exactly yep but you know who are we good at what we do <laughs> yep yep speaking of good at what she experts. does Speaking of good at what she does, Brandy and Max. Yep. Yep. So she is heating up and igniting at the exact right yeah. moment. Now, in the package, Brandy is doubting a lot of what she's doing. She's not sure that she's good enough. And yep. Max uses the line, trust in us. Yeah. Do you think she has any trust in him? No. Yeah. I, I, I think she would have done so, like, while she's being given good choreography from him, mm -hmm. I don't think this is a good pairing at all. No, I think she would have done so much better with, like, Tony. She needed Tony. Yeah. Tony needed her. Adrena needed Max. <laughs> Um, I really liked the opening, even if I could have used even more motion. Mm -hmm. uh, but then the rest of the dance, they just move all over the floor. 
it's such a strong tango. I mean, she's she's so good. And at one point, she does this giant lunge. And so he's like supporting her and he starts to almost fall over because she has lunged so far that he has to also kind of join with her. Mm-hmm. So I was laughing that I was like, she's doing so well that it's causing problems. Like, yeah, because he's like not prepared. Yeah, for it. Yeah, it was just so. Uh, she's so good. Yeah, they nail the tango. They absolutely nail the tango. They look very well matched. She's keeping up with him. They just look really nice together when they're dancing out there. I loved that she was in pants. I loved the intensity she was bringing. I did think it was hard to tell the connection between them, just from, like, the camera angles, the dance, the theme, all of it. But a tango, so well done. She looked distraught after the dance was done. Did she think she, she like it. messed? Oh, I thought she looked distraught. Like she uh, thought she nailed it. She she was like she was doing like the arms down of like we just crushed that. Like that's how I read it. Okay, interesting because she looked like she was on pins and needles when they went to the judges and she just looked like almost relieved at hearing the nice things. I think she was so like in the moment and in the intensity. So like how I read it is like, she gets done and she just immediately does this like, yes, kind of like motion. Mm -hmm. And like, she just looks like she knows she went out there and nailed it. So then I think when she goes to the judges, she's still in that headspace. And so then to have them be complimenting her, it just felt like she was so overcome with just like emotion of hearing job well done after intrinsically knowing that she nailed it. Okay. I'd buy that. I would take that. Because I was just, I was confused at what she was feeling. And uh, then especially given her next week package, I think my rating is right. Yeah. So she scores a 26 with an 8 from Carrie Ann. They win uh, the marathon, marathon, so they score 36. And then she goes out to do an iconic dance, and she's got a fever. Good Lord. So they are doing a Jill Marini Foxtrot. Good Lord. She is so good. And I didn't know how this would work on her because we haven't seen this like seductive, just like oozing sensuality side to her. And I was blown away by what she was able to bring to this performance. She nailed it. She, gorgeous energy in the feet, great connection good body contact she did it all so well they look so good together she matches his energy i loved it agreed i also love that max in their intros to the dances really centers her and builds the choreography around what she is going to do uh-huh. So it's not like a solo, but it's based on she's the one moving. She's the one doing things, not the pro is going to kind of set things up while yep. they stand. Yep. Like in this one, she runs her arms down him, does the face, like, it's really good. Uh, 
it's it's a really seductive sizzling smooth dance yes. everything works in harmony her arm motions the way she moves her legs the way she uses her face the way she'll occasionally really move her head into him in the mm-hmm. frame it, everything works together and it, like i love len goodman because the each of the judges is like oh you had like a tiny little misstep, so I'm going to have to take points off. And Len just says, I don't know why y'all are being pedantic, because, like, that was the best foxtrot. It's going to deserve yes. a 10. And I love because sometimes he will be that person to be like, mm, I noticed this, i got to take the points off. But here he's just like, I will not deny this. And I love him for that. I know, and I think it's because, like, she, like it's exactly like you said, everything worked in harmony, and everything came together, so he's like, no, I will not let one honest-to-God tiny misstep deduct a full-blown point. Like, who gives a shit? Yeah. And is this Len's first 10 of the season? I think it might be. I think. And it's deserved. It is. It is from your girl. I love her. I texted you last night. I love her. I know. And I was talking about her. I know. I knew who you were. So it scores 37. Len gives it the 10. Uh, so she has 64 out of 70 to stay atop the leaderboard. With her at the top of the leaderboard in week seven is your girl. So let's talk about. Let's. Let's talk about that Pasa Dope play. I remember this journey for Jennifer, and I'll say it. I am just going to say it. It's a weird arc, but I also appreciate it. And do I think she comes across as a bit dramatic at times? Like, 100%, but I don't care. I think it's refreshing to see someone decline and have a couple of missteps and have a couple of like it's nice to not just have Derek Huff with someone who goes out there week after week and is just like at the top of their game yeah it's good to see that they are human I I will say for storyline purposes it was weird that their package was literally just them reacting to their last week's package there was no content in their package at all they had no story no not at all um the pasta doble is straight up chaotic it (laughs) felt like the dance completely got away from her at times it had attack it had passion but it was chaotic i thought the spanish lines looked okay they weren't because of the chaos it was kind of difficult to always notice them um she straight up forgets the end. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what happens at the end, but it goes terribly awry. Neither she's, do I. She's always going to look, like, on a top tier, but this is a hot mess of a dance. Yeah, because she just overextends everything. She goes yep. beyond angles where she should. Yep. Uh, she smiles a lot through this pasta doble, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like she's constantly in a back bend. It's it's just it's very strange. Yeah. Um, and now I called you after I ha- saw this moment because I had to. Mm-hmm. After the dance, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And obviously, now that you've seen it, you know that it is kind of a hot mess of a dance. So there's lots yeah. of mistakes to show. Yeah. But Brooke backstage says, okay, I am going to show this mistake here. What was going through your mind here? Mm-hmm. And Jennifer's answer is, I couldn't tell you. Okay, Full stop. but it's, it's not like... I couldn't tell you. It's like, I honestly couldn't tell you. Like, it's... it's... No, she hates Brooke. (laughs) Well, she hates Brooke, but she doesn't hate Brooke as much as maybe you had led me to believe going into the moment. No, I disagree. She hates Brooke. There is a few. Because she doesn't say say more like, oh, there was a lot going on in that dance. You're right. It was chaotic, blah, blah, blah. She just says, "Mm, couldn't even tell you. Well, she just went out there and fumbled the football as hard as well. Well, then say, you know she what? She fumbled it on was... the one yard line and she is just like, sit. She's just like, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't then even tell you what that. was going through my then, head. Then, then say like, I couldn't tell you because obviously things went awry, like blah, blah, blah. No, she just says, I couldn't tell you. Stops talking. Yeah. Good for her. Stana queen. So this dance, uh, she scores a 20, a 677. Uh, then, because they come in second in the marathon, they get an additional nine points, which really helps her. She, so she is ends up at saved by that marathon. Yep. But was she ever not going to be? No. No. For their iconic dance that they are yeah. reinterpreting, they are given Jennifer, uh, Jennifer and Derek's tango, they are given Drew yep. and Cheryl's tango. Mm-hmm. In the package, we really see a breakdown. I mean, she makes a comment at the very end of the package where, like, she is not, she's beginning to doubt if she can make it all the way through this competition due to her body, due to just exhaustion and it being so difficult on her body and it requiring so much from her. So I went into this dance on pins and needles of just like, will it be rock week? Will it be like, what will this be? Well, that's what's so weird is because when she goes out and dances, I'm sure it's providing such strain on her body and she's in pain after, Mm -hmm. but you don't see it when she goes out and dances for the most part. But it does beg the question, will there be a moment where she goes out there and she can't or should she stop? And I love that she's so committed, but I I do hope I I hope she's making safe choices for her. Same, I know, same. Like when she literally is saying like it's doctor orders, I take a break every 2 hours. It's like for the love of god, maybe we maybe we don't yeah. do this competition. I don't and, know. And then there's a moment where Derek is like, like okay, well, they're, we're going to keep dancing. <laughs> well, no, Derek's doing a move and Jennifer goes like, "Oh," and he stops. And she's like, no, keep going through it. I want to know what comes next. And he's like, do you need to take a break? And she's like, no, keep going. And it's like, yeah. no, you shouldn't be going. And he's doing the right thing. Yep, I know. Like, I think he actually treats her quite well in what we see this week in that he's trying to get her to stop and she just won't do it. It's in the group package where she literally is like, I'm going to go take a break. And oh, that one, yes. And that yeah, one where he's he- like, we have limited time. We kind of need you to keep learning this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I, I understand in that one being the, the stress level, but... Yeah, there are, like, literal other... It's not just the two of us here. Yeah. 
as to the tango, though, I loved it. I yeah. loved it. I wanted more body contact between them at times. It felt like there was a bit too much space. But, however, great intensity from her. Loved the legs. The connection at times was maybe a little lacking, but I understood. Um, it was a job so well done. She just moves with so much intention and with so much like trust in herself like i love watching her move i love watching her dance it's funny you say you lacked connection because i thought they seemed really dialed into one another which i really enjoyed watching uh yeah she has such small subtle controlled leg movements uh she knows how to drop and hit a move I I loved the ending where she's doing a split where he's holding her leg and then she like yep. flips into a straight line. It was there was so much of it where I was like, this is good, this is cool. Yep. It's weird that they're doing a tango like two or three weeks after they just did an Argentine, but they're not the only ones to do that either. So No. Uh Drew gives it a ten, a teeny tiny little ten. Uh, and then all nines otherwise. So they score 37, giving them 64 out of 70, tying them with Brandy for a return to the top. Mm-hmm. So in week seven, we lose a man who should not be going home. No. Especially not before Kurt. No. Because when you're talking about which athlete is giving me personality, which athlete is giving me good dances, which athlete is actually doing a good job, it's not Kurt Warner. It is no, Rick it is Fox not. and Cheryl Burke. I love him. He is talking about, in their package, that they said, not enough passion, not enough passion, to which he says, let's hope three times the charm. And I just could not stop laughing at the flub of the line. Why did no producer go, do you want to redo that? Do you want to say third time's the charm? What if a producer said, do you want to redo that? And he said, no. No. (laughs) He said, why? (laughs) If we have to redo that, we could be going home. That's what Cheryl said behind the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Um, Cheryl Cheryl is also very right. So in his package working for their tango, he's thinking really, here's the move that I need to get. Then here's the next move. Here's the next. And Cheryl's like, no, you need to think of it as a flow that you're going from this to this to this, not we stop and we look at what we need. We pose and then we stop again. It all needs to go together. And she's right. And I think he does a good job of that within their tango, even though they just did an Argentine tango two weeks prior. I really liked, too, how he is, like, saying, okay, so my foot needs to be, like, exactly placed here. And she is like, that's not dance. So it was it was really nice to see that conversation mm-hmm. because I am someone who overthinks and I am someone who wants to know, like, okay, so I need to be exactly in this spot exactly. And it's like, no, we might be 
two inches over. We might be this, we might be that, but like it's the flow of the dance that yeah. is the most important. So I and loved that conversation. And especially because it wasn't like, okay, we're in a group dance, so we need to be in this position. Yeah. Like in those things, sure. Or like if you're doing specific lighting cues that you need to be in a place, great. But when you're just doing, it, it's sort of like he's a basketball player. He yeah. thinks of it as you need to be flow in motion. Yep. So it, like you need to think of it that way. Yep. But he, in the dance, he does have the flow. I think he does have the passion with Cheryl. I think this tango works. I enjoyed the tango. At times, I thought his frame looked a little weak, but I could not tell if maybe that was the height difference coming into play. I thought they had a good mix of tempo, of fast and slow. He was intense, good posture. Maybe needed a little bit more connection between the two of them, but I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Straight eights, 24 plus 6 equals 30. And for their final dance, they do Hey Pachuco. Of Another, course. Un- but here's the thing. Here is the thing. I also think Hey Pachuco is a bad dance to try to recreate because the magic of Hey Pachuco is that the wheels are on their last screw. Yes. Before flying off. That dance is out of control, but that's what makes it so exciting. Yes. And the thing with Hey Pachuco is it only worked once because Helio did it in the finale, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it's like, Hey Pachuco only hits... The very first time you ever get to see it. Like, it's still good in the finale. It's still but, good. But it is, more con- like, it is more contained. It's more controlled. Yes. It's yes. technically better, but that doesn't make it... In fact, it, weirdly, it makes it less good. And yes. so to do this, like, it's fun, but it doesn't verge on disaster, which means that it's not a good Hey Pachuco. I get why Hey Pachuco is like the standard for Quickstep. I get it because of all of the things we just said. But again, it only works the mm. one time. So is it a good Quickstep for him? Yes. Is it a good Hey Pachuco? Absolutely not. And this is the one I compared it to the original hardest because yeah. it should be verging on disaster. I do think he did such a good job of, like, showing more fun, really enjoying it, dancing without limits. Like, I do think, that's exactly like you said, is it a good dance for him? Sure. Is it a good Hey Pachuco? No. Yeah. Like, it's so weird because it is a really good dance and it's a really good quick step from him. But they're putting it against Hey Pachuco. And he just can't do that. Yeah. I thought he had incredible energy in the legs, totally smooth up top, a job so well done. Oh, yeah. Like, a good job. Helio gives it a 10. The rest of the judges give it a 9. So he scores 37, giving him Except a Except for Lun, who gives it an 8, right? Does he? Did I write this down wrong? Did I write this down wrong? Who wrote this down wrong? Make your bets now. <laughs> Well, wait, we can do math. He got a 37. What are straight nines? 27. Okay, then I probably wrote it down wrong. Yeah, he gets straight nines. All right, well, I'm an idiot then. So he gets 61 out of 70. Everybody is so close in this week. Like, 
the the lowest score is 57 the highest score is 64 yeah so i mean the scores aren't significantly different enough to really but it's wrong but But i i am enjoying rick so much and it's wrong yeah and to be fair rick is tied with kurt so like essentially kyle and bristol kyle and bristol both had to make up points yeah and then kurt just needed more votes than rick and obviously he did which is wrong the team dancer really helped kurt warner Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. That, with that said, knowing that Bristol clearly has a vote, like there are people voting in droves yeah. for Bristol, it probably means that Rick's stay of execution only would have been one week. Right. But even so, it means I that both, that week. But even but both Bristol and Kurt move on. Yeah. And they shouldn't. No, they should not. So, who are you getting rid of next week? Who's getting your golden boot in the quarterfinals? Kurt. I'm getting rid of Kurt. And then who's going home in the semis? Bristol. Bristol. Yeah. And Katie, who is getting your jaunty Seven of the week? I'm going to give it to my girl because she needs to pick me up. I'm going to give it to Jennifer. And I'm going to give it to my girl, Brandy. Yep. So there you have it. That's there you uh, have that's Rock two week in our two hundredth episode. I have no idea how many episodes we have. We're we're over a hundred. Remember when we were gonna do like a oh a one hundredth episode special and we didn't? Yeah, because we, we did lost it. count of when that happened. Maybe right. we haven't hit a hundred. Who knows? I don't feel like counting. <laughs> Same. No. But there you have it that's that's that so give us five stars subscribe rate review us talk to us on social media place your bets on who that represents the very seat of ham of cabinet where hamilton sits you know uh we're on all the social media talk to us interact with us retweet us and with that katie i love you and i like you Chris, I hear you and I see you. And please stay tuned for an all-new episode of Castle coming up next. Do you ever think about how we're going to be talking about Castle a lot? Yeah.